Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And welcome back to the Blacksburg Buzz for Episode 6. I'm your host, Kyle Bean. Today, we're going to be jumping into the two Georgia Tech games that happened this past week. We're going to start off with the women's and then go into the men's. So for the women's game, 87-69 uh, to 69 win at home. Great one for them. Story of the game, Tech jumped out a little bit fast, looked really great. Kitley was absolutely cooking in the first quarter. She was in her bag, 8-for-8 eight eight field goal shooting, 16 points in just the first quarter. Hokies outscore Georgia Tech. 28 to 13 in quarter one. The second quarter evened out pretty significantly. Georgia Tech won the quarter 22 to 18 in scoring. Third quarter was super low scoring. BT finished with 17. Georgia Tech, on the other hand, with 10. The shots just were not falling on either side, especially for Georgia Tech. Neither team could really get a bucket. So finished out with 27 total points in the third quarter. And then the fourth quarter, everyone got involved for Virginia Tech. Amor hit a pair of threes. X scored a couple. Wenzel scored a few. Strax, Sumiel, and of course Kitley all got in on the scoring game. The Hokies shot 55% from the field. They were 36 of 65 on the night. 36% from Behind the arc, 8 of 22 three-point shooting. And then they shot 78% from the free throw line at 7 of 9 attempts. Georgia Tech, on the other hand, 46% shooting for the entire night. 43% from three-point. They were 6 of 14 from behind the arc. And they shot 81% from the free throw line. They made 13 of their 16 attempts. Georgia Tech's top performers, of course, Tony Morgan, 26 points, 4 rebounds, 1 block, and 3 steals. She was phenomenal for them. Really one of those two players keeping them in the game. In addition to Rusna Agustineta, 17 points, 5 rebounds, and 1 block for her. She's been phenomenal in her first year at Georgia Tech. The Latvian player, I think, is going to be a real star in the league over the next few years. She just looked phenomenal for, you know, such a young player. She's got the international experience, and I think that's going to translate really well into her game over the coming seasons. For Virginia Tech, you've got Kitley, 29 points, 9 rebounds, 2 blocks, and a steal. Another just star-studded outing for her. You know it's coming. She has been on a tear since the new year. She played bad in a game, well, bad relatively for her in a game a few weeks ago, and after that, she's just been unstoppable. You had Amor with 24 points, 13 assists. 
She was really sharing the ball like a stud, as we know she can, and a steal. And then Olivia Samuel, 12 points, 9 rebounds, 1 block, and a steal. Some things I really liked about this game, of course, Olivia Samuel. She has been playing awesome. Samuel has earned the start against Georgia Tech. She got the start this week, and you've seen her grow continuously over the season. You knew she was going to be a good player coming in, but she's really found her spot in this lineup. An absolute dog on the boards. She's been hustling, you can see it, and she's been shooting really well lately. Her stats have certainly increased over the last couple of weeks on paper, but you could tell she'd been contributing from the very start. It's just awesome seeing Olivia Samuel really thrive in this lineup. We knew she could, and now we're seeing her really do it. And then, of course, Kitley. I mean, come on. 8 of 8 field goal shooting in the first quarter. Does it get any better than that? 16 points in just a couple of minutes? I mean, for real. This is actually the best stat in a first quarter in Castle of all time. 8 of 8 field goal shooting. No one has opened up a game with 9 for 9, 10 for 10 ever. That was an interesting stat from the SID post game that I got. Uh, just a fantastic outing from her. You know what you've got to expect when it's Liz Kitley. She's one to be afraid of if you're on the opposing team. So yeah, overall, really solid win for the ladies. They're 15-4 and four. after that Georgia Tech game. They've won two straight, and they are 6-2 and two in the ACC. Still a perfect 11-0 at home, and they're looking really solid this season. And now they are up to number 17 in this week's AP Poll. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. For the men's game, 91-67 win at home. Georgia Tech started on top with a jumper, and then Collins came in with the answer. Nathan George hit a quick three to go up 5-2, and then Lynn Kidd followed up with a layup and hit the and one free throw, and Georgia Tech never saw the lead again after that, just a couple minutes into the game. Post play really ran this one. Poteet had 12. In the first half, Kid had seven. They were phenomenal all night. Really great. We'll be talking more about them later. Uh, Tech had a double-digit lead for quite a while, moving throughout most of the first half into the second half. They did give up a little speedy seven-point run in about a minute 20 after they had two turnovers into the second half. You know, just that 80 seconds. I did start to get a little bit worried about them after giving up those seven points so quickly, looking at the momentum shift, but they quickly turned it back around in a few minutes, but not before Georgia Tech was able to cut the lead all the way down to seven points. They finally got it into single digits, and then Virginia Tech comes right back in after they erupted just out of nowhere 
hit three threes in 90 seconds, and at that point, it was put away. Hokies were up 16 with six minutes left on the clock, all the momentum in their favor. Georgia Tech called timeout. The Hokies had a couple empty possessions after that, but so did Georgia Tech. Poteet comes in, hits a nice dunk, and that just absolutely sealed it up 18 with 4.30 left on the clock. Hokies held the lead comfortably, tacked on a few points at the end, and finished up 24. Shooting splits, Virginia Tech shot 55% from the field, 44% from three, and 88% from the free throw line. They made 12 three-pointers on their 27 attempts and 15 of 17 free throw attempts. Great shooting night from them. Really impressed overall, which is to be expected, especially with the emphasis on post play in this game. Shooting percentage is going to be a little bit higher, but that three-point percentage also bumped them over the top. Then in terms of Georgia Tech, shot 38% from the field, 36% from three-point range, and 64% from the free throw line. They struggled all night. The bigs were just too much for them. Poteet had two emphatic blocks on their players down in the post. Kid had one. They just didn't have the size. Um, Virginia Tech had a huge size advantage over Georgia Tech. They knew it coming into the game. They were talking about it in the press conference. They prepared to be really focusing down low because they knew that they had that presence and that it was going to be a big, big emphasis for them if they wanted to win this game. Performers for Georgia Tech, you had by Dongo, 16 points, 9 rebounds, 5 of which were on offense. That is one stat that I would like to see a little bit better moving forward. In terms of Tech, just cutting down on those offensive rebounds for the other team, 5 on offense is a really great stat for Dongo as a player, but that is not what you want to see when you're rooting for the other team. Um, just one thing that they can improve on this game for sure. And Dongo had two blocks as well. And then Miles Kelly, 11 points, one block, and one steal. In terms of Virginia Tech, you had Melijal Poteet leading the scoring with 18. He tied his career high in this game. And he also had six rebounds in those two crazy powerful blocks I mentioned. They really shifted the momentum. Not that it was in Georgia Tech's favor at that point, but just really sent the game into a different direction, it felt like, watching from the floor. And then Lynn Kidd also had 18 points in just 15 minutes. He outscored his playing time, which is always great to see. He had four rebounds, three of which were on offense. Really great night for him. The two bigs were just phenomenal. And then Robbie Barron, who was playing the four most of the night, 14 points, nine rebounds. Really happy to see him on here. Just playing his game well. And, you know, he really added some things that Virginia Tech needed. He's been solid the last couple games. Really happy with his play overall. Hunter Couture with 11 points, four rebounds, five assists, and one steal. You know Couture is going to be on here. When is he not? 
Uh, he didn't score as much as you normally see, but emphasis on the posts means you're going to see a little bit less threes, and that's where Couture does most of his scoring. And then Tyler Nickel, 11 points, 3 assists, and 1 block. What did I like about this game the most? Uh, Padula, for sure. He didn't score a lot, but he kept those turnovers down, which has been huge. Tech's been turning it over a lot. Um, Padula has had some struggles with that this season, depending on the opponent. But he was phenomenal against Georgia Tech. He had just one turnover in the whole game. He didn't score a lot, but like I said, he didn't need to. You had Poteet putting up 18. You had Kidd with 18 in his 15 minutes. Barron had 14. Couture 11. Nickel 11. I mean, don't get me wrong, Padula had 9, but he didn't need to go off for 20 again. It's really nice to see that confidence in the other players where he can let them do their thing and he doesn't necessarily need to take over the game. I'm sure we all know that he can, but it's just the fact that he doesn't have to is very encouraging, especially looking ahead to a really, really tough game with Duke coming up. And then the bigs, they were just all around monstrous. I mean, you can't not love it. Seeing some great post-basketball who doesn't want to see that, honestly? I love this game for them, giving them a ton of momentum looking ahead to Duke. They've got three straight wins. They've just been playing great recently. The Hokies have looked phenomenal. You've got Poteet the Goat. He was great for the bigs. Career night for him. Fantastic minutes. You know, once again, his career high 18 points. He tied that. His two emphatic blocks, he defended really well. Even outside of those two blocks, he held Dongo down to just 16 points. He's one of their biggest players. Lynn Kidd for the bigs, more points than he had minutes. He's been a dog this year. You gotta love it. And then Barron, really gotten moving lately. You could always tell that his work ethic and his just being a great teammate was a big thing for him you could tell that that was really what was driving him the first few months of the season that's why he was getting so much time we knew he had the talent but it just wasn't quite showing as much yet and it's really nice to see that his numbers have kind of gone back a little bit over the recent games to what he was putting up at northwestern it's nice to see we knew he could we knew that his intangibles were all there, but he's really put it all together in the recent weeks. So after defeating Georgia Tech, the men are now 13-7 and seven overall. They're 5-4 and four in the conference, and they are on a three-game winning streak. So really good time for them, and then the ladies as well, too. Two really great wins for the Hokies in the conference beating out Georgia Tech on both the men's and women's side. We'll be back later today to break down the women's game against number 22 Syracuse. That happened on Sunday. And then we'll be breaking down the men's game against number 7 Duke. That happened on Monday night. 
So we'll be looking at those, seeing the stories of the game, who played well, who didn't play well, and how this looks for the upcoming season. And until then, I'm your host, Kyle Beans. So come back later today where we will be breaking down those two games. Have a fantastic week, and we will see you in a few hours. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.